Today, we live at a unique point in human history where data is becoming the new currency. Beyond oil, dollars, and social status, data is emerging as one of the most powerful and consequential currencies around the globe. Technology, computer processing, cloud storage, and artificial intelligence are empowering these data to transform zeros and ones into insightful and even profound realizations about almost every aspect of our lives. I'm John Nasta. And this is FutureDose.Tech with your hosts, Dr. Timothy Ungst and Megan Chilcott. Technology, pharmacy, and better healthcare delivery by creating more efficient, higher quality concierge-like pharmacist services. We can transform from the pharmacist of yesterday into the future provider of pharmacy tomorrow. FutureDose.Tech is a member of the Pharmacy Podcast Network, the global leader in pharmacy podcasting, and the largest, most influential network of podcasts about the profession and business of pharmacy. Pharmacy Podcast Network, this is the founder and host of today's podcast and release of our latest show, FutureDose.Tech. So excited about this. We're living in an era of information technology that's been radically transformed by the advent of so many particular facets of technology and has had a deep impact to pharmacy. And I've been paying attention to champions in our industry that I've very much wanted to collaborate with. And I'd like to introduce uh, two very special people to the network. Megan Chilcott, who is the Senior Vice President of Insight Technologies, and the one and only Dr. Timothy Ungst, who is known as the Digital Apothecary, the digitalapothecary.com. Welcome to FutureDose.Tech, your show, uh, Tim and Megan. How are you today? Doing great. Thank you very much. I'm extremely excited about uh, sharing technology with the industry. Thanks. Todd, no, I'm really excited about this because, I mean, even before you contacted me about this opportunity, I was actually thinking about launching my own podcast and kind of a vlog. So this is going to be a great opportunity to work with Pharmacy Podcast just to get out there and talk about, you know, the different things coming down the pipeline that I'm seeing. And I'd love to share it with, with all your listeners. So I'm very curious to the backgrounds of you both and why you gravitated towards pharmacy and technology in both and the coupling of that and what that means and so many curiosities that I'm sure we all have. I'm going to start out with Megan. Give us a little background on yourself and your role in innovative technology, innovative pharmacy technology solutions. Thank you. Uh, so my, you know, my background is obviously pharmacy technology. I started out as a pharmacy technician and spent the next, uh, I guess, 12 years or so working in the pharmacy technology aspect in uh, retail and specialty pharmacy. So uh, I love implementations and uh, automation, robotics, data reporting. Uh, Those tend to be my expertise. Tim, you're known, obviously, the digital apothecary. I've followed your blog for years now. What made you um, interested in technology and pharmacy together? Oh, man. You know, pharmacy for me was not 
a path I ever actually thought I was going to go down to. I, I actually was going to become a history and philosophy teacher. Um, that's kind of where I started out. And then I realized um, there's probably no future in that for me. And that's probably why I'm, I'm an academic because I still like that environment. But I got into pharmacy because I loved healthcare. And actually the thing that gravitated in history and philosophy was a lot of those people used to be apothecaries or an alchemist. And that's kind of where I got the start from. It I was like, okay, let's look into this. And gravitated into working more into healthcare, more practice. And I started working as an intern at pharmacy and finished pharmacy school. And when I finished pharmacy school, I actually did a residency. And one of the things that was catching up was the whole movement to EHRs, um, more use of different technological services I could see being offered in the wards, um, the issue with using electronic systems. It was quite fascinating to me. I mean, um, in the hospital, I was actually the first one to start doing remote verification orders using my iPad. And that was something that I found amazing. I started reviewing mobile apps with another group called iMedical Apps, served as an editor for them. And then I just started running and communicating with all these different companies through that and started getting into digital health space. And since then, I've been, as a pharmacist, trying to figure out where do we fall in the grand scheme of these things? Because I've seen so many companies and so many products that have come and gone in the past decade. It's amazing. And I think that's just really where I'm kind of at at this current time is what is the next big thing that's going to come down here that's going to really shape our profession? And philosophically, is it going to even keep pharmacy the same way or do we see a drastic change even with how healthcare is practiced? You know, it's one thing to have technology and the intention of what it's supposed to do from an efficiency perspective, as well as elevating knowledge, big data, using big data to come to um, better outcomes with our patients. But as someone that works in technology and is working with pharmacies, Megan, what's your insights and outside and your overview per se of technology today in pharmacy? Well, we're, we're at an interesting point with technology today in pharmacy because we have a lot of different technologies that are available to us and we're learning how to integrate those into our daily practices. You know, as we start seeing, uh, you know, the massive amounts of data that are available. And we can now start overlaying things like machine learning or artificial intelligence. I, I think that we're going to be seeing some really interesting dynamic shifts over the next few years as our industry finally begins to learn how to use these tools. When I think of big data, and I've talked to um, philosophers in the big data space and technology overall, uh, I think of John Nosta and his um, his blogs and his articles in Forbes, which is um, something, Megan, that you're very well aware of as a, as a writer of Forbes uh, too. But I think of these data silos and how data is kept in each of the silos from the electronic health record to the PBMs to other insurers to specialists and how sometimes the uh, connection between one source to another is is held up by the system itself. And I think of that in pharmacy specifically because I always wondered when I entered pharmacy in 2004 how long it would take for us to really be um, interconnected. And with with your research as well as your tracking of all of this, Tim, what do you think the gateway, what do you think the, the silver bullet or at least something in, in coupling all of this together, what's it going to take for us to truly be um, interconnected between systems? 
I think historically it comes down to just how pharmacies have been practicing though for so long, because I mean, even we, we go back to the early chemists, druggists, and then in the, the start of last century, I mean, they were standalone businesses and pharmacists by large were entrepreneurs. They owned their own companies. They sourced their own products. They made and compounded and dispensed it. And what that comes down to though is the only link was when we got the prescription. That was our connection outside and communication with providers. Outside of that, we were our own entity. And we've, as a profession, I think have always taken that for granted that we could always stand alone and be alone and own basically drug distribution and dispensing and all that stuff. The problem with that is also in pharmacy, you see this growing urge for us to become providers or to work within the healthcare space. And that has to come into a give and take. I think one of the bigger examples was a whole vaccination um, push in the beginning of the 2000s. A lot of providers did not like that. I mean, a lot were arguing we would take away business. And I think the data has shown that we have expanded services, more people got vaccinations, but we did steal a little bit of business from some people. And now it's the primary source for a lot of patients to get their vaccinations. But even that, think about that data. Even I hear so much now talk about, you know, I hear providers say, how am I supposed to know if someone goes down the street and gets a vaccination at a pharmacy and they don't even tell me, and it's at lack. So I think it's going to be some accountability comes into play here. As we see this push for more clinical outcomes, as we see more push for pharmacists wanting to be involved in patient care process, and hopefully we see expandability codes and such, I think along with that will be coming the whole integration of data across the entire spectrum. And I think that's the missing link is no one's really seen an urge to merge these two areas the general healthcare space and pharmacy until recently, just based on changing professional roles as well. And I think a lot of people are really interested in the data itself and what does that mean, how we can use it to maintain patient safety, but also explore more efficacious outcomes for patient health. Megan, you and your customers, your implementation team, experiencing this uh, question or this overview every day. So from your perspective, uh, what are the barriers to interconnection between multiple systems within the healthcare space and how it affects pharmacy providers and more importantly our patients well i would say that one of the so one of the biggest bar- barriers is the fact that in your smaller pharmacies your community pharmacies uh, they don't have technology resources available to them like a larger chain or a hospital system may. So when it comes to this, these required data reporting, like you know, pseudofedrin or immunizations or controlled substances, it's difficult for them to make those leaps in order to satisfy any data requirements. So I would, from my perspective, if we were able to make it one singular system that was accepting all of this information because essentially they are gathering these same bits of information from different places, uh, then it would allow for the pharmacist to have a better overall picture of what the pharmacy patients are getting on a day-to-day basis. And I kind of mentioned it earlier, Timothy did, that you know, a pharmacist doesn't know that a patient went down the street and picked up a prescription. And the only way they're going to know that is if they built it under their insurance. Uh, the fact is, is that so, we already have some of these aggregators that are pulling some of this information for the, you know, PDMP or controlled substances. Why not make it across the board for all prescriptions? 
as these healthcare systems evolve and the technology evolves and we understand what's happening with mobile and the new Apple Watch came out with EKG and there's uh, so many so many different uh, silos of technology and the facets of what that means to better patient care, evolution of technology, the disruption of new systems that are coming out. It's exciting to me for someone who has really been a fan of pharmacy for um, uh, more than uh, 15 years now and really understanding the technology does elevate the provider and, and bring us closer together. And then there's challenges. And what's exciting for me is, is having two champions in the technology space in pharmacy who, are can, who can share ideas to help our pharmacy providers not only understand better the technology before them, but asking questions of each other of how we can be better interconnected with each other. And it, sometimes that's not always pharmacy or um, sometimes that's not always technology. Sometimes it's not always healthcare. Sometimes it's just uh, reaching out to someone um, and, and communicating better. However, this podcast, uh, Future Tech, is all about the future of technology in the pharmacy space with the imaginations and no limitations whatsoever in what will be discussed. Tim, what do you have planned for Future Tech? I mean, for me personally, you guys can expect to hear a lot of talk about not just what are people doing in the space at this current time, what companies are out there, what they're trying to bring to the field, but also a little bit of futurism, what is coming down the pipeline next five to 10 years. I mean, we talk about AI a lot right now, but the reality is it's still in its infancy. That's going to really change a lot. Um, You can also expect to hear people that I'm going to interview and topics we're going to talk about that may actually, you may think about maybe aren't really pharmacy directed overall, But the reality is I look at the healthcare space based on this whole technological innovation that's going on is more of a collaborative field coming about. So I'm going to be talking to people that will have some say in pharmacy. It may not be their business, but we're considering how they can uh, be at play in it. Um, So this may deal beyond like medication adherence companies or drug distribution or even packaging, but it'll turn into what does pharmacogenomics mean, especially with, I suppose, like dietary uh, companies out there or what is uh, companies like Zelth doing that are trying to bring a different discharge service for uh, medication um, and also for medical services and things like that. Like you'll hear me talk about Uber. You'll hear me talk about different things like this that are coming into play like Apple, Google, and Amazon. I mean, those are my big targets that I'm going to hopefully bring to you guys to listen about and hear and see what you might want to consider in the near future. What about you, Megan? What As someone who really is in this every day and paying attention to what your customers are needing, what they're demanding from technology. What do you, what would you like to bring to the the pharmacy podcast network from a technological perspective in your discussions? What I'm expecting to bring is one, these conversations with the various vendors, what's going to be coming out, which is you know obviously what Timothy was saying, but I'd also like to have some of my, my customers or some peers in the industry who I've worked with for many years discussing their challenges and finding ways that we can solve for them using technology in the pharmacy space. So the impact of technology on healthcare and pharmacy, it's going to continue to evolve. It's at a pace now that just, um, it's hard to keep up with sometimes, but 
nonetheless, I'm excited about this. I've been looking forward to a podcast that would center around technology and pharmacy and very much appreciate the insights of both of you already. Mobility, telemedicine, big data, um, mobile applications, cloud computing, how many of these sectors we can really dig into and it's going to be fun to listen to both of you with uh, discussions with each other, but then also discussions with um, thought leaders in our industry and possibly even bringing people outside of pharmacy to really uh, churn our minds and imaginations. If you're listening to this episode, the very first episode of futuredose.tech, please reach out to at pharmacy podcast in the Twitter sphere. Check out the Digital Apothecary, at, that's the digitalapothecary.com for much of Tim's writings. And please reach out to Megan Chilcott. You can find her on LinkedIn, Megan Chilcott, that's M-E-G-H-A-N-N and Chilcott, C-H-I-L-C-O-T-T. If you're driving, don't worry, you know that it'll be in the show notes as well as uh, access to Order Insights website. Very excited about the both of you, what you're going to be bringing to the table, already fans of uh, what you guys have done throughout your careers. And uh, in closing, uh, Tim, uh, what would you like to encourage the listeners to do next in, um, in learning more? Oh, man, if you guys have any off-the-wall people you want me to reach out to, to listen to, um, if you guys are interested in just the broad spectrum of different companies that are innovating in the digital health space. Let me know who I should try reaching or let's see if we can drum up some more awareness about the fact that pharmacy is interested in this space and maybe we get more listeners and get more people outside. And Megan, in closing, anything to um, give uh, insights to uh, our listeners with upcoming episodes that you'd like to develop for uh, futuredose.tech? Yeah, I mean, I just would like to say if, you know, anyone has any ideas or questions that they have about technology and pharmacy, then please pass them along. Uh, we'd be very, very happy to help teach individuals some information as uh, well as share for, for individuals who don't necessarily uh, know what they want to do next in technology. Well, I thank you both so much for helping us to launch this and reaching our um, our listeners in the Pharmacy Podcast Network. And with that, um, thank you so much. Thank you, Todd. Take care. Thank you, Todd. Futuredose.tech. And as always, we thank you for listening to the Pharmacy Podcast Network. Thank you for listening to futuredose.tech. If you enjoyed this episode, please share this podcast on your favorite social media outlets. Be sure to stay connected to the Pharmacy Podcast Network and return for your next futuredose.tech episode coming soon.
This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.